Welcome back, guys. We're really making our way through 1 Peter. We're approaching the end, and I'm so excited to move on to 2 Peter with you guys. And I hope that so far this podcast has blessed you and just kind of gotten you to ask different questions about these passages and maybe think about it from a different perspective. And uh, yeah, today we are going to look at 1 Peter 4, verses 6 to 11. So let's go get into it. For this is why the gospel was preached even to those who are dead, that though judged in the flesh the way people are, they might live in the spirit the way God does. And the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Whoever speaks as one who speaks oracles of God, whoever serves as one who serves by the strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Two different kinds of life, God's kind, which is spirit living, and man's kind, which is fleshly living, and incurs judgment. It appears these spirits Jesus visited before were the spirits of dead men, and he preached the good news to them. Though judged in the flesh, they could live in the spirit. At least I think that's what this is saying, but I could be wrong. This is a difficult passage, and I'm not sure what it all means. Is he saying that these people's spirits were imprisoned until Jesus won and could set them free at his death? Or did he go preach to them so their fate could be sealed? forever imprisoned. Almost a rubbing it in their faces situation. What does this have to do with how Gentiles live and what we're not to do? Peter's giving me a run for my money to be sure. The end of all things is at hand. Gosh, I used to wonder why I was born in this generation, but now it makes a lot more sense in light of COVID. I've been wrestling with how I should react to the times I find myself in, and this verse says it all. It gives a four-part solution to living in crazy times. The first is to be self-controlled. I need to manage myself and be on top of my own life, habits, etc. The second is to be sober-minded. I have to be alert and attentive to what's going on and what God is saying as well. Not distracted, dumbed down, or foggy. The third is to keep loving. I must earnestly keep loving those around me above all else. This is the crowning principle for living in the last days. And why? Because love covers a multitude of sins. When there's chaos and lots of things going back and forth that are hurtful or distrustful or lying, I have to be part of the solution and be loving instead of being part of the problem and continuing in the spirit of the day. What's the fourth point? I'm to show hospitality without grumbling. I need to keep an open heart, hearth, and home, essentially. When everything is going to pot, and all around me is being destroyed or threatened as the end approaches, I'm to focus on being hospitable, loving, self-controlled, and sober-minded. COVID taught me the value of all of these things and how powerful they are. Honestly, I may just make this my life purpose. I will be loving, hospitable, self-controlled, and sober-minded. These things are so powerful when they come up against a force of evil and chaos because they not only ground you in the Lord's love, but they also speak loudly 
to the people around you when they're fearful, feeling lost, confused, and not finding any answers. Think about it. The last time you were suffering or you were confused or frustrated with life, does someone ever come along and, and just love you? Or host you and make you feel at home with them, whether that was just in conversation or their actual home? Did you ever have someone not react to you in anger or frustration of what you were explaining to them, but show self-control and sober-mindedness around you to truly listen and hear what you were saying and not just make it about them and them getting their point across to you? There's so many different ways that these four things could be applied to practically serve people and bring order to chaotic circumstances. I will also use my gifts in the spirit in these moments to serve people and be a good steward of whatever grace God's bestowed upon me, also that Jesus and the Father can be glorified. I use what he's given me well, and I steward my gifts with excellence, though the end of all things may be at hand. At the end of the day, if I'm not using these four things to serve people and steward what God has given me, then I'm not going to be as effective at practicing them anyways. It's this combination of like taking what God's blessed me with, how he's equipped me, how he's built me, what I'm good at, and applying them in these four different avenues. So it's both specific to me and it's a general practice where I'm modeling to others how they could be serving others in their own unique ways. And I love that because not only is it something that I can look at my life and my relationship with the Lord and what my strengths are, but I can also like give practical tips to coach others in when they're asking the same questions and they're also wondering, how do we respond in days like these? This is like such a practical <laughs> God solution to chaotic times, I think, because instead of like, I don't know, finding an answer or trying to like parse out what's right and what's wrong and what to do if it's evil, what to do if it's good, it's like, no, just love. And be hospitable and be self-controlled. Like, don't you fall apart in the midst of this. And be sober-minded. Don't try to numb yourself or distract yourself from what's going on. But be alert and be attentive. And just, I don't know, this balance is so helpful and so practical. And I hope that it's just kind of a way for you to look at your own life and be like, okay, I feel chaotic. I sense this evil. But Lord, what do you have for me in these days? Lord, how would you have me respond? Lord, in this situation, how can I be loving? In this conversation, how can I be self-controlled? In these circumstances, how can I be hospitable and try to make people feel more at home? Lord, in this, in this era, how can I be sober-minded and alert and not try to ignore what's going on, but like be attentive to what you're saying and how I can serve people and be a good steward of even the generation that you've had me be born into. Anyways, just some food for thought. I hope you guys have a great day and I hope that you enjoyed today's conversation. Um, I would love to know, like, I don't know if any of you want to have a further conversation, but if you do listen to this podcast, like, what are your gifts? What are your strengths? How are practical ways you think that you can apply these four things? Anyways, have a great day, guys. Bye.